Welcome, everyone, Long to Coffee uh, organization based out of Minnesota that's been helping put children with Down syndrome uh, to help them, helping them to enjoy a summer camp experience for the last 12 years. And I have the privilege this evening to um, interview Rick Smith. And he has done a wonderful job as a new parent and has developed a website uh, that I will let him introduce to you uh, in case you'd like to follow along during this, this half hour this evening. So, Rick, why don't you introduce yourself briefly and tell folks how they can log on to your website so that they might follow along this evening. Yeah, sure. So my name is Rick Smith, and our son's name is Noah. And we uh, Noah is 15 months old as of today, or as of this month, and we uh, started a website called noahsdad.com, real simple, in O-A-H-S, Noah's Dad, D-A-D, um, .com. And we'll be talking more about that during our, our time together tonight. But just real simply, you'll you'll see it's just a series of uh, pretty much just one-minute videos uh, that, that really sort of give people a, a daily look into the life of, of what it's like raising a child uh, with Down syndrome. And, you know, hopefully uh, in doing that, uh, we can sort of, you know, break some of the myths and some of the false stereotypes that I think the world has, uh, you know, when they think about someone with uh, Down syndrome. Excellent, Rick. Well, before we get into the, the great website that you created, tell us a little bit about your son and uh, how old is he now, that type of thing, and a little bit on the personal side, and then maybe we can transition into the website piece. Yeah, you bet, Wayne. So our son, like I said, he is uh, 15 months old. And he is um he was born December fifteenth of um two thousand and ten. And you know, we we're a little behind on the website. It takes a lot of work to do that. And so we're if you tune into the website, it, it, it's I think we're around October, so we're we're a bit behind. Um but we also have a Facebook page that's Facebook dot com slash Noah's dad dot com as well. And there's almost fourteen thousand families uh there on the Facebook page. And you know, on the Facebook page, we keep it, it's updated a lot more regularly with with uh, pictures of, of uh, Noah and videos, and um, also all the other incredible families that are on that page. And so um, that's sort of where we are right now. Fifteen months old in real life. Uh, we're we're a few months behind on the blog, um, and and that's that's pretty much where we are right now. Sure. And so, as a fifteen month year old now, he and mom are both doing well as uh, as well. Yeah, in fact, we did, we're in Colorado right now visiting some some in-laws, and we just got back from a barbecue restaurant. He was, you know, barbecue is a mess for any kid, so he had it all over the place. But he is he's doing well. He uh, he's, he's in fact this week was a cool week this weekend because he um he's starting to pick up some sign language. We're doing some sign language with him, some baby signing times, and he's, he's doing the sign language. My wife is a pediatrician in Dallas, and so. She has been, um, I'm sort of a panicky dad. You know, if I didn't have a wife who was a doctor, I think I would probably be in the ER, you know, every night. Is this normal? Is this normal? Um, and she kind of is, that's okay, you know, it's okay. They can they can cough. It's okay. Um, and so she's doing really well. She's doing well. Noah's doing well. And we're just really, really blessed just, just to sort of be where we are right now. Right. Well, let's move into your um, the creation that you've done, and how about taking us through the through the history briefly of how you you thought of this idea of sharing your great uh, journey with your son uh, to the rest of the world, uh, and maybe uh, how it came about, what pieces came first, and and how do they interconnect today to help share that story? 
Yeah, so, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, that, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's interesting how sort of I think God creates our background. And so I've always been interested in uh, social media and technology. Um, uh, you know, I was a big-time early adopter, so any sort of technology I'm always sort of first on the bandwagon. You know, I was on, I was on Twitter uh, when people used to laugh at me and they'd say, hey, why, you know, why do you need to tell people what, you know, what you're doing for breakfast, what you're having for breakfast in the morning? And so I was always into technology. I was always into social media. Uh, when Noah was born... Uh, it was a surprise for us. And you can read his story. It's on our website. and it, on, We have a little link there for his birth story. Uh, but we had no clue. We had no idea uh, that Noah was going to be born with Down syndrome. And so when Noah was born, um, we went through that process. I, you know, I immediately took my iPad and my phone and started trying to find information about you know, Down syndrome. And so there were a lot of blogs out there, Wayne, a lot of um, really great blogs out there. But I'm sort of a visual guy. I like to see video, and so I I was going on YouTube and and, and searching for for Down syndrome, and you know I found some things, uh, some some videos, uh, but for the most part, you know I you know I came across comedians making fun of people with Down syndrome. I came across things that were you know super super old or uh, clips that were 20 minutes long that no one would be interested in watching. Even if you didn't have a kid with Down syndrome, they were just like family clips. You know, it's like man. And, and it didn't give me a lot of encouragement. You know, it didn't give me – I really wanted to know, you know, what's my son going to do? What, you, know, you know, is he going to be, a, you know, a vegetable? You know, I, I didn't know anything. I thought, is he going to be sick? Is he going to Is he gonna know me? Is he going to play? Is he going to smile? Is he going to – you know, I just had no idea because I had never really interacted with anyone with Down syndrome. So um, as time went on and we started going through life, you know, playing and going to therapy and – doing all the things that we do, a friend of ours, um, they have a blog called the Funhouse Blog, the Skags, you know, I, I ran into a video that they posted on Facebook, and the video was of their son, Seth, who's three years old, and his two siblings playing the Nintendo Wii, and they're playing a Michael Jackson game on the Wii, and I remember sitting in my office, at my home office, and, and yelling out to my wife, Abby, come in here, you got to see this, and watching them play the Wii. And I said, look how normal they look. I mean, he looks like a normal kid. And my wife's like, yeah, he, you know, what do you think, Rick? And I, and I was like, wow, they, they look normal. They look like they're, they're – why, why isn't that family sad? I mean, wow. And so at that moment it kind of triggered to me that, you know what, our life isn't really – it isn't going to be this sad story. It isn't going to be this story of sadness and uh, where Noah's always trying to, you know, just – no, no, it's just like any other little boy. He likes to play games and, and, and laugh. And so so that's what the world needs. They need to see a window into that. They need to see that video of that kid playing Michael Jackson every day. And so you right. know, I said, I'm going to I'm gonna start a story, an online story, in, you know, a minute a day, and, and just start putting those online um, every day, a minute, a minute video every day. Wonderful, wonderful. And... When you mention video, the thing that jumps out at me when I visit your website and, and view some of the videos is the, the the photography that's evident there, and even the still photos are very high quality. Tell us a little bit about that eye behind the camera. Is, is that you, Rick, that does, yeah, that does I, oh, all thanks, of it or some thanks. of it? Thanks. No, that's me taking photos. I mean, there are a couple of posts there from a photographer that we use, and I, I think I mentioned, I mentioned you know, on the, in that post, um, there's photographer photos, but pretty much every other post on there, every one but one or two, 
are, are pictures that I've taken, and I would say probably people always ask, you know, what camera did you use? Um, and, and most of the time I'm using a, an iPhone, an iPhone 4S, that, you know, the technology is so good these days that you have an incredible phone in your in your pocket. The videos are mostly done on my iPhone 4S. Um, I do use a Nikon D7000 camera every once in a while, but, um, yeah, I just, I just you know, I, I don't have any background in photography. Just when our son was born, I got really interested in uh, taking photography, you know, to, to kind of taking better pictures, and, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, those, those are the two, two things that I use most of the time. Sure. It, and, again, it sounds like it's something that anybody could really do, that many people have it there freely at their disposal. Yeah. No, I think so also. You know, I tell we, we get a lot of people that, you know, they'll, they'll see our site or they'll see our website, and they'll often ask, you know, how do you, you know, wow, I, you know, I don't I don't know if I could ever do that. You know, I don't know if man, that's so complicated or, or this, that, or the other. And, you know, I try to encourage them a lot by just saying, hey, you know, like you just said, Wayne, anybody can do this. You know, the, we, the technology and the tools now are so relatively inexpensive, and you can carry them. You know, I, when I, I'm 33, and so when I was younger, uh, you know, we'd go to the amusement park with mom and dad, and they'd have the big, bulky camera, you know, and you couldn't take that thing with you everywhere that you went. But now you can literally carry a incredible video camera and an incredible uh, camera literally in your pocket to capture, you know, memories anywhere you go. Excellent. When you look at some of the blog posts that you that you read back that other people have posted commenting, what do you tend to see? Do you pick up any trends there or any categories or themes that people are either curious about or commenting on? Um, so... Uh, on our blog, or just what have I seen in general? Well, no, and and specifically to yours, right? And and you know, pertaining to to Noah and uh, and and your sharing uh, his journey with the world here. Yeah, so you know it's interesting because when we started, our our main reach, Wayne, is and I'm sure you know the statistic is, you know, shortly after Noah was born, I, I found out that nine out of ten children that are known prenatally to have Down syndrome are aborted. And actually, yeah. I think now it's 92% according to a recent New York Times article. And so, um, you know, my main goal was to reach uh, women and families that were considering uh, abortion. And I wanted them to see uh, that life would be okay and that these children deserve life. And uh, what was interesting was a, a lot of the people that started coming to our site were from other countries, uh, countries that um, didn't have any sort of physical therapy or any sort of early childhood development um, resources, and they would say to me, they would write in, and I still get emails, even you know Egypt, um, all over the world, and they would say, hey, would you hold the camera on your therapist because uh, your son's really cute, but where we <laughs> live, we don't have any, you know, we don't have any resources, and so I want to try to mimic in my country what your therapist is doing to your son, so I can try to help my son with Down syndrome. Wow. And yeah, and I just thought, wow, man, how can I, how can we help these people? And that's what we've been been thinking through some of that, you know, is how can we help some of these people in other countries that don't have all the different resources that we have here in, in you know, the United States. Boy, I, I never would have thought of that, but it's it's certainly very easy to understand that need as you describe it. Yeah, so that so that that's one. And then I think you know here in the home front is. Um, you know, we get a lot of people who are, um, you know, that obviously they're very positive about Noah's uh, progression and, and how, you know, how Noah is developing. 
Um, we sadly uh, we get a lot of moms that write in that have said that you know the husbands or the dads have sort of checked you know sort of checked out that have started you know kind of uh, they're not really there. And we do have some incredible dads. I know a lot of incredible dads, but I think another big theme is just the men in our society not stepping up and being the sort of father and the sort of dad that that they're called to be to their to their child and to their to their wife. And so I think that you know you know Wayne as you and I are. Our fathers, I think that's sort of a charge that we want to try to charge dads to is, hey, dads, you know, you you really need to be a dad. I mean, you really got to step up and be a be a dad. Right, absolutely, Rick. In fact, it, this comment you just made reminds me of a group that some folks out of Indianapolis, Indiana area st- have started, and they're trying to expand that across the country. And they were here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, late last fall. Uh, sharing the concept, and it's called DADS, D-A-D-S, with a period after each letter. And I think a quick Google search will allow people to find that if they're interested. And that's the entire focus of that group, started by DADS, is to take that message of uh, to others, uh, DADS, of children with Down syndrome, to say, do get involved with your child. Uh, and it's a, it's a great experience for, for both dad and and son or daughter, and you're missing out if if you don't. And here's why. And so it's it's great to see that that going on. And there's a, a local chapter now forming in Minneapolis. So if anybody's interested, and is listening elsewhere, they could look into the resources that they have and that they are freely sharing with many to get those dads groups started. Yeah, well, that's that's great. Yeah, I hope they hope they hope they tune in and check that out. Right. Well, then you have. Um, Tell us about your your wife and her um, response to this. It sounds like she's certainly been supportive. Uh, would you say that she was uh, was that way from the get go? Was she apprehensive at first, or uh, how would you describe it through her eyes? The the experience um, again of sharing Noah with the world. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I think um, you know my you know a lot of men say that they have you know married way above their 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 pay level, and let me tell you that. That has happened with my wife. She is a, um, I mean, she, she's way beyond um, anything I would ever ask for in, in a wife and, and a mom. And, you know, when, when Noah was born, um, she, I think there's a picture on our website on the birth story. You know, she, yeah. it was a really, really interesting birth story because my wife being a pediatrician, they did not want her to self-diagnose Noah. And so uh, we didn't know that Noah had Down syndrome until several hours after he was born as they were waiting on our uh, pediatrician to come uh, and, and talk with us about uh, about Down syndrome. Um, and so once you know, the pediatrician came in and kind of talked with us, you know, I, she told me later, you know, she had made a kind of a promise to herself that she wouldn't uh, cry the first time that she held her son in, in her arms. And so there's a picture on the side of her, I think, holding Noah for the first time. And you can tell she's kind of Fighting back, fighting back some tears, but she definitely made made good on that uh, promise to herself. And I, you know, I think the tears, you know, it's just a shock, it's a surprise. You, you kind of, uh, we we kind of say that we mourn the loss of a child that never existed. You know, before your child is born, you kind of make up a child in your head of what he's going to do and what he's going to be like and the kind of clothes he's going to wear. And uh, it doesn't matter if your if your child is born with Down syndrome or not. Uh, most of the time, I would say almost every time, a child is never uh, what you, you sort of make up in your head. And so we mourned the loss of that imaginary child that we had, and then and then we moved forward. And she has really just been a rock, really stable. And like I said earlier, she's 
sort of the brave one, and I'm sort of the panicky dad, you know, and so I'm, I'm always, you know, is he okay? Is he okay? Is this normal? Is he, is he supposed to be coughing? Is his poop supposed to be that hard? You know, just every kind of thing that a nervous dad uh, would ask. Sure. Oh, that that that's great. It reminds me when our daughter was born 26 years ago, I counted 10 fingers, 10 toes, and said, good enough for me, let's go, not knowing there was any... <laughs> anything different and it was uh it was a bit of a spell there before the pediatrician group came in and and uh, gave us the news as well but uh we were we were soon delighted in the many ways we're blessed for having her in our life and continue to every day in fact i commonly tell people that as an older child with down syndrome and now a young adult there's every day i'm with her she teaches me something still or reminds me of some way i should behaving should be behaving or thinking towards the world. And she just has that gift of doing that in, in her subtle ways. And sometimes it's just a dad, and sometimes it's just a look. But it's it's always there, those teaching moments from her to me. Yeah. So they yeah, truly are true. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that's good. No, that's, I was just saying that, 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 that you, I think you hit it on target. I think that's I, I do think Sure. See, I noticed on on your uh, social media too, and your your website, and the way they're interconnected, that you've also helped others to have awareness. For example, we we just had the the World Down Syndrome Day on March 21st, and could you tell us a little bit about that and how that um, ties in with what you're doing? Do people approach you? Did is it something you uh, thought of and and naturally wanted to share? Or uh, any comments on that on the World Down Syndrome Day posting you did? You know, um, I, I think I wrote on the post is, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sort of learning as I go, and I'm, I always tell people I'm no expert. I'm the, I'm the opposite of an expert, so I'm just sort of going, learning as I go. And last year, I, I didn't even know there was a such thing as world. I, I think last year I might have known, but definitely before Noah was born, uh, I had no idea that there was um, uh, anything called World Down Syndrome Day. And especially, I know there was one last year, and this year was the first time that it was recognized as an international um, recognition, um, but I didn't even know. Okay. And, you know, I, and this year I just thought, man, you know what, I really want to try to make something, some sort of video post that would, number one, kind of explain to people uh, what World Down Syndrome Day is and what the significance is of 321 and and just, you know, be honest and, and transparent and say, hey, I didn't even know there was that. And so you have permission to say that you didn't know as well. Um Wayne, I'll tell you, I, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm uh, one of the questions that I hear a lot from people that don't, that aren't familiar with Down syndrome is they'll ask, they'll say, um, hey, what, I thought something was wrong with Noah. He, he doesn't look sick. He doesn't look uh, like he has, you know, the flu. He, you know, he doesn't look, he looks like a normal little, little, little boy. And, um, you know, tell, can you tell me about Down syndrome day? So I always appreciate their, their asking and I'll tell them, hey, you know, three copies of their, their 21st chromosome. Here's what that means. And, you know, then I'll tell them, you know, every cell in his body has three copies of his 21st chromosome. So his hair, his teeth, his fingernails. You know, if he bites his fingernails and new, new fingernails grow back, uh, those fingernails have three copies of their 21st chromosome. Like, it's it's his DNA. And so it, he isn't sick. He isn't suffering. Um, yeah, sometimes he gets a cold and sometimes he, he he's sick. But, you know, Down syndrome doesn't make him sick or suffering, it just means he has three copies of his uh, 21st chromosome. And I think that's what I really would hope people that 
see the video is, is they'll be able to say, wow, okay, this this is at, at its root, this is what Down syndrome is, and and sort of sort of go from there. Excellent. Yes, it uh, it, it makes sense. Say, um, tell me how how do you find being a bit, I would say, above average in terms of being social media savvy. How do you find Twitter, Facebook, and uh, and a website, and and perhaps a blog tie into one another? How do you, how do you view those different pieces? Is there a primary one, or is there a, uh, or is it really just uh, just evident in what they are? You know, that's that's a great question. I you know I'm still trying to figure figure it out a little bit. I think I think social media is. Um, man, we just live in an era, a time like never before in history. You know, now, you know, a person like you or I, who most people, you know, didn't, they don't even know, we can be in our house, tell a story through our computer, our phone, our our, our, our iPad, and we can broadcast our story to the entire world. And so, you know, we we started the blog, started the website, and we started the Facebook page all about the same time, and. You know the fact. What I quickly realized, you know, we're in Dallas, and we we're connected with many, many, many incredible families. The Down Syndrome Guild of Dallas is incredible. Like we have a great group of relationships and friends that have kids with Down Syndrome. Um, but other parts of the United States, people will write in and say, "Hey, I'm from Key West, Florida. We have some friends in Key West," and they say, "Well, we don't know anyone else here with a child with Down Syndrome." And so we started seeing that this Facebook page sort of become became an an online community where parents literally would talk to each other, share pictures. Uh, we've we've done video skypes with several of the people on that Facebook page. Uh, we have uh, heard of other families on that Facebook page having skypes. And so I think it, it, you know this, this social media thing, Wayne, is so organic. I think it it changes, it morphs, it, it sort of you know, kind of go morse around the community that has built upon it. And in our case, I think the website is sort of the kind of the go-to. You know, it's sort of like, hey, you know you can go to the website. My wife's a pediatrician, so she writes, you know, really great information, you know, medically accurate information. Uh, We show the videos. We write posts. We encourage parents. We encourage comments because we want to build community there. And then we also have the Facebook page where when I make a post, I'll post it on that Facebook page, and people also will answer questions uh, there on the Facebook page. And at any given moment, you can visit the Facebook page, facebook.com slash noahsdad.com, and you can see people posting pictures, videos, sharing stories, and there are countless uh, people waiting on the Facebook page. They'll come and they'll comment and say, hey, I don't even have a kid with Down syndrome. I've never met a kid with Down syndrome but, man, these pictures on this website, on this Facebook page, is awesome. I mean, this is totally different, you know, than what I thought. I see people posting pictures of their kids with Down syndrome having driver's license and going on vacations and going to Disney World and at the Special Olympics and having girlfriends and going to prom. And so I think those, those all those social media channels really help, the you know, people to kind of get an eye into um, – you know what it's like raising a child with Down syndrome. Um, one more thing to that is that you know people always say, you know, Rick, hey, your blog is all about you, and I kind of go, yeah, well, it's not about me; it's about our son. So typically, I don't write about other people's kids. I don't even have enough time to write about mine. But I wanted the world to know that Noah is just one of thousands and thousands of incredible kids that are with Down syndrome, and so that's why our Facebook page. I try to promote that so much 
Because I want people to see it's not about me and just my story. It's about all of our stories combined uh, to really help the world see. And this is a loud, loud story that we're telling collectively. Wonderful. And it is so much about the story, isn't it? The stories are powerful. Stories is what people remember. Stories is what people is what draws it into the situation uh, that you're sharing. And and along that line, I want to compliment you. And some of the things I, I read on your on your postings, it was like as if Noah was speaking. And I think that's especially powerful because it it helps a person imagine. Uh, gee, this is Noah talking to me directly by way of his dad, and it, it really helps draw people into that story even deeper, and I compliment you for that for that idea as well. Thank you. Yep, so we're drawing down towards the end of our time here. We've got about five minutes left, and uh, I had a had a curiosity question, and I'm in looking at your, your website, noahsdad.com, I noticed that there's a logo on the top. And it looked like it had some some meaning beyond the obvious words there. Can you tell us a little bit about how that was created and what what some of the meaning might be there? Um, you know, I think really it's just um, a friend of mine named Zach. He he kind of made that um, for me. Zach Dixon made the, made the logo, and then this little introduction uh, video, a little bumper video that plays before our videos. And uh, you know, really, you, you sort of have the you know the playful letters of Noah and the little tie that's built into my you know the dad there is I guess just sort of represent you know the fun of the kid and the fun of the dad but also you got a little bit of seriousness with the tie and um, I'm in the middle of reworking and, and you know have some designers uh, redoing we're kind of kind of reorganizing there's so much content on our site um, and so we're in the process of sort of reorganizing you know we've been doing this for almost a year now trying to figure out how to better reach. Uh, our people and share our information and also we want to really find ways to collaborate with other people and help them share like I told you their stories um, because there's one guy and I want everyone to be able to share their story and the world to be able to see those stories and so yeah so you know that's the logo and you know the eyes I think are just we love Noah's eyes and I think that he has such God has created him with such incredible bright blue eyes and you know I think we just wanted to you know when I made the, the little uh header there with his eyes on there, I just said, you know, those are so cool. I want people to see those blue eyes. You know, so that was really, it wasn't really that deep. It was just, those are neat eyes. They they really are. And people will see that first off when they come to your website, noahsdad.com. And it's just, it just absolutely is, is breathtaking. And it's really captivating on, uh, on landing on that first. Well, this has been fantastic. So, Rick, tell us in closing here, if people want to get a hold of you in some way, uh, which of your, your several vehicles you have out here uh, for communicating is the easiest way to uh, post a question for you or or uh, connect with you in some way? What do you find works uh, the best if people would like to do that? You know, you can. there's several ways. On the website, um, noahsdad.com, you can hit the contact button. That goes right to me. We do get quite a bit of emails, especially since our story sort of I started making national news at the top of the year, but but I do try to reply to all of them. Um, Twitter, uh, noahsdad.com, um, I'm, I'm always checking it, and I all, almost always reply to people who say anything to me there. And then on Facebook, um, and I think a lot of people on our Facebook page will give testimony to this, but I'm really involved there. I don't just set the page up and leave. I try to respond to as many people's comments um, and, and pictures and videos 
as I can, and, and um, I'm really active on there, and, and I want to always be a part of uh, the community. And so any of those three places, I would love to hear uh, from anyone, and, and, and the, I wanna, I'd love to hear their stories. If they have blogs or pictures or videos, then I would love for them to share them on our, on our Facebook page and, and be a part of that community. Excellent. Well, the, what you're doing is certainly about building community, and I applaud you for your desires to not only share your story of of you and your wife and, and, and son Noah, but also sharing other people's stories as well by way of letting them link to you or make postings on your Facebook page especially. And I think that's uh, really, really uh, you to be applauded for that because so many people – perhaps just don't have that. Well, they have a story to tell. They just don't have that ability to get out there and, and get it to the world as you have. So thank you for that, Rick. Wayne, well, I just well, want to welcome. say, uh, this is Marianne on the switchboard, and we have some callers. We have a woman named Gloria that just wants to say hello and um, just loves what you're doing. So I'd like to just sure. bring her on to say hello. Hi, Gloria. You're on the air. Hi. Go ahead, Gloria. I'm Veronica. And I follow Noah's dad. I'm also known as A.G. What do you know who I am? You're known as A.G.? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Rick, if yeah. one of your followers just wanted to pop in and say hello. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, did, did you leave a comment earlier about today being uh Cerebral Palsy Day? Uh-huh. Was that you? Someone yeah, left a comment. Me. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I do know you. Thanks for all your encouragement. And you, she is very active on our on our boards, and I believe she also has her own. She has Cerebral Palsy and has a website of her own, and it's incredible. And she writes her own blog. And can you remind me of your blog again? Because I don't have it on me, or uh, perhaps I can give it to Wayne and we can post it on their website. But you have a great blog also. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah. tell us your blog? A-G- yeah. A-G is amazing.blogspot.com. Okay. Well, how about if we track that down and, and then uh, we'll we'll let uh, Rick here put it up on Noah's, Noah's dad's site so that, that people can, can find you. Would that be okay? Yeah, that would be cool. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for saying hello to Rick. And, Rick, yeah. this concludes our time here. We really appreciate your sharing your story with us this evening and wish you and your wife and son Noah all the best as you continue to do this good work and sharing it with the world. We thank you very much. Well, thank you, Wayne. Yep, and have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> 